From the Nipty Radio Recording Studios, high above 107 Columbia Street in the heart of uptown downtown Albany, welcome to this week's edition of the Nipty Practice Tips. edition of the Nipty Practice Tips. Today we're going to be discussing a few of the benefits that the people have obtained from the new discovery and amended speedy trial statutes. Now it's been two years and a little over seven months since the new discovery statute and the related speedy trial amendments first went into effect. The difficulties these created for the district attorney's offices has been obvious. However, it has become clear there are certain aspects to these statutes, whether intended or not, that are proving to be beneficial to the people. One of the key benefits to the new requirement that the people must file a certificate of compliance before or with their statement of readiness is the requirement that the defense challenge the people's certificate of compliance within a relatively short period of time after its filing. Additionally, CPL 24550 subdivision 4 requires any challenge to the sufficiency of the certificate of clients to be done in the form of a motion, making this time excludable under CPL 3030 subdivision 4A. While most statements of readiness are filed at the same time that people file their certificate of compliance, there may be situations where only the certificate of compliance is filed. Now, it has been held in several lower court cases that even when the people only file the certificate of compliance, the defense is still obligated to challenge any claimed insufficiency of the COC and not lie in wait before they challenge the certificate. In the case of People v. Nova Ceballos from New York County Supreme Court, Judge Kiesel wrote that the defendant was therefore on notice of this obligation to move to challenge the certificate of compliance rather than awaiting a statement of readiness by the people. Under the former discovery statute, CPL 240, and the related speedy trial statutes, there was no time frame in which the defense was required to challenge the people's statement of readiness in the context of discovery. The reason for this under the old law was that there was no requirement that the people first supply discovery before they were permitted to announce their readiness. COCs did not exist nor any equivalent document that had to be properly filed by the people before they were permitted to announce their readiness. Under the old discovery statute or felony cases, basically it depended on the filing of the indictment. Now, discovery challenges were usually based under the old statute when there was a delay for discovery, whether or not it created prejudice to the defense, which is very similar to what is found in CPL 24580 today. Pursuant to the new statute, an invalid certificate of compliance will be the basis for invalidating the people's statement of readiness. The defense may not, however, lie in wait while the speedy trial time is accumulating before challenging the certificate of compliance. Under 3035, the defense is required to challenge the people's COC within a reasonable time from its filing by the people. The statute identifies this obligation for a timely challenge by stating the defendant shall be afforded an opportunity to be heard on the record 
as to whether the disclosure requirements have been met at the time people filed their certificate of compliance. Again, no such obligation existed under CPL 240. Decisions have been handed down addressing the defense tactic of this delay in filing a challenge to the COC and this concept of lying in wait. The courts, in fact, have identified this defense tactic as improperly lying in wait. Many courts have found this tactic to be unacceptable gamesmanship. It conflicts with the defense requirements of timely challenge under 3030 Subdivision 5. In a Supreme Court Kings County case, People v. Mercano, Judge Laura Johnson, addressing a defense speedy trial motion to dismiss, took exception to the defense when it never challenged the People's COC. Instead, it filed a speedy trial motion to dismiss based on a claim within the speedy trial motion that the COC was invalid. This motion to dismiss was made over two months after the people filed their COC. By waiting for more includable speedy trial time to accumulate before challenging the SOR without a timely challenge to the COC, the defense attempted an end run of the requirements of 3030 Subdivision 5. In chastising the defense for this approach, the court wrote, that is most emphatically not the process contemplated by the revised discovery statutes, which anticipate and apparently now will explicitly require that their fairly onerous mandate be tempered by having defense counsel inform the people when the defense believes that material is missing. This court concurs with the growing number of judges that are offended by the apparent use of these much needed reforms by the defense bar as a mechanism for ambushing prosecutors who have tried in good faith to produce all the voluminous amounts of required material, but have overlooked or failed to file some item. Some courts have ruled that such an untimely challenge to the certificate of compliance is the equivalent to compliance by conversion. And the time is waived for speedy trial purpose until the challenge is actually made. Others see this delay as a total waiver of the challenge to that particular certificate of compliance. Result of this approach is the court's rejection of the motion without addressing the merits. See, for example, the case of People v. Horn, a criminal court case from Kings County. Others have addressed the merits, but have held that even if the COC is determined to have been insufficient, the court will not charge the people with any time before its decision on the belated defense motion because they have failed to challenge in a timely fashion. As the court wrote in People v. Nova Ceballos, the court will not sanction defense gamesmanship in delaying challenge to permit speedy trial time to accumulate. See also the case of People v. Morrow from Westchester County where the court ruled any delay will result in that time not counting against the people, even if the COC is not sufficient. And when I say any delay, the court was alluding to delay by the defense in filing its motion. The appellate division courts have not yet identified a specific period to be that reasonable period in which the defense must challenge the COC and the SOR. Local courts have identified different periods. In the Morrow decision, for example, the court noted 
that what would be a reasonable period to which to challenge such deficiencies by the people vary case to case. But in this particular case, it was found three weeks was an appropriate period in which the defense should have made its challenge. Others have identified 45 days as the appropriate number. What is clear is that delay of months is simply not acceptable. Now, a second benefit to the people under the new statutes is the requirement that the defense supply reciprocal discovery to the people pursuant to the structured time frame which did not exist under the old statute. In the case of People v. Perone from the Supreme Court in Cortland County, the court wrote, under the former discovery statutes, no deadline for the defendant's reciprocal discovery obligations existed. Under the newly enacted discovery laws set forth in CPL Article 245, stricter disclosure deadlines have been established for the people as well as the defense. The court went on to say, the court is mindful that the Cortland County Public Defender's Office routinely engages in gamesmanship with regard to discovery as a trial strategy in direct violation of the compulsory disclosure requirements of CPL 245. The court cannot countenance the gamesmanship with regard to disclosure that the Defense Counsel's Office has dispensed in past cases. So clearly, the defense delay in supplying required discovery identified in 245.20 sub 4 serves as a basis for the people to claim time is excludable until the defense supplies the required discovery. In addition, any motion the people make for the court to intercede in forcing the defense to comply with its discovery obligations is also excludable under 3034A. Now, I hear the laughter all the way here. While prosecutors will often smile in disbelief when it is suggested that the defense is required to make timely delivery of the discovery. Decisions such as the Perone, however, have demonstrated the defense can and should be constrained to fulfill their obligations under the new discovery statutes by the very least, excluding the time the defense delays in supplying the material. Now, folks, for any additional material, and there's a load of it, on this and other aspects of 245 and 3030, please be sure to visit Prosecutors Encyclopedia. Now, we hope you all are having a good summer. Our thanks, as always, to our crack producer and man about town, Jonathan Marconi Crispino. To all of you out there, be well, use that suntan lotion, and stay ready, my friends. Stay ready.